0: ADXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM, and we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective, and in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Monday here on The Extraordinary Talk. your host, Della Hill, and I want to talk to you today about how to love yourself more. Seems we might have a theme because the show right before me was talking about much the same thing. I find that a lot of those times when a coincidence happens like that, it's not a coincidence. Or it is a coincidence under the definition that a coincidence is the perfect alignment of two points. If you think of a coincidence as an accident, that's different. But coincidences aren't accidents. Coincidences are perfect alignments of two points. So loving yourself. Okay, we hear about this all the time. I know you guys are, it's almost so frustrating to hear about this because you hear about it all the time. And if it was that easy, wouldn't we all do it? Here's the thing, though. It matters. The quality of your life depends on how much you love yourself. If you want to have a high-quality life, you need to have high-quality feelings about who you are and about yourself. We attract the life that we believe we deserve. When we talk about attraction and the tips of attraction, the tricks of attraction, here's a really, really important thing. You cannot attract something into your life that you don't think you deserve. And if you don't love yourself and if you have negative feelings about yourself, you don't believe you deserve anything. And so it's hard to attract anything good. In fact, if you believe that you deserve crap, you're going to attract crap in your life. And then even if you stumble into something good, be surprised by something good, look around, go, wow, look what happened. And then you're going to realize or think to yourself, not realize because it's not true, but you'll think to yourself, wait. I don't deserve good things to happen to me. This can't happen to me because I don't deserve good things like this to happen to me. And then you know what happens? It disappears. You self-sabotage. Self-sabotage through low self-esteem and low self-confidence is happening probably in all of our lives on a daily basis. It's a matter of how much are you doing it and are you getting better at not doing that? The best way to not sabotage yourself out of great attractions is to believe that you deserve good things. When you believe you deserve good things, you can allow good things to happen to you. If you don't believe you deserve good things, you cannot allow good things to happen to you. And that, my friends, is one of the big reasons why bad things happen to good people. You're a great person, you're a wonderful person, you work hard, you love your family. But if you don't love yourself, you can't have good things happen to you. If you're a great person, but you don't believe you deserve good things, you're not going to get good things. And then you see other people who you might feel aren't very good people, but the quality of their thoughts and the quality of their belief about themselves is higher. And so they get good things because they believe they deserve them. Now, you can't compare and say, I deserve something more than somebody else, because you can't make a judgment about what someone else deserves. You can make a judgment about what you deserve, and the higher your belief is that you deserve good things, the more good things are going to happen to you. If you're a great person, but don't believe you deserve good things, you're not going to get good things. That's why bad things happen to good people. If you're a good person, but the quality of your thoughts is poor, you're going to attract poor things. So, how to fix that? Love yourself. It matters. You can get by with the self-esteem that you currently have. Absolutely. You can get by to the end of your life with what you have and also never really get the things that you want. If you want to, if you are able to love yourself, not only do you stop sabotaging yourself, you'll find confidence. You'll have more joy, more happiness, more peace in your life. Not only that, When you are able to love yourself, it increases your ability to love others. And that is the greatest commandment, right? Love one another. And the secret to that, it's kind of funny, isn't it? That the secret to loving one another is to love yourself first. So, how do you love yourself? And why don't we? Why is it so hard? When we hear it all the time from every direction, love yourself, love yourself. Why is it so hard? Marianne Williamson gave us the answer to that. And I've read you this quote before, and I'm going to read it again right now. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. That means you too. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Guys, I love that quote. Again, Marianne Williamson, it's sometimes misattributed to Nelson Mandela because he used it in one of his speeches. When I found that quote, I still remember the first time that I read it and it got through to me. I found it on on a blog 12, 15 years ago. And it, it struck me. And I see that in my life now because I see now areas of challenge. Things where I know I have room for improvement and I struggle with that and I think, come on, Della, I'm good enough, I'm cool enough, why can't I do this? Oh, right, because I'm afraid of what might happen if I actually let all of my amazingness and awesomeness out. And that seems paradoxical, but it's true. And if you pay attention, you'll notice it's true for you too. So how do we change it? How do we start to love ourselves? How do we give ourselves credit? How do we bring out the light that is in us without being afraid of it? I've got some steps. We're going to go through these one by one. First of all, if you have negative self-talk, that means the thoughts in your head telling you that you're not good enough, that you don't deserve good things, that you're a piece of crap, and of course nobody loves you, which all of those things are lies. Stop saying that stuff to yourself. But why did you start saying it in the, in the first place? Very, very likely, you started saying those things to yourself because someone else said them to you first. One of the biggest, biggest roadblocks that we have to loving ourselves and having the life that we are capable of, that we truly deserve, one of the biggest roadblocks that we have is our childhood and the things that were said to us in our childhood. Our first five to seven years we're basically unwritten software and everything that comes into our brain gets written as hardware. So if you're three, four years old and your parents split up and you see them arguing, you see them fighting, you might not not even have memories of that. However, that created fear in you at a very young age. That created abandonment in you at a very young age. And if anyone ever, ever, ever told you you're not good enough, You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not fast enough. Chances are you still believe that. I can easily recognize and acknowledge and give gratitude to my parents that one of the reasons that I started off with a high self-concept was because my parents spoke lovingly to me, to each other, and to the people in my home. Does that mean that if you didn't have that, that you're screwed? No. You can rise above that. The things that happened to you between the ages of zero and seven were a long time ago. And in some ways, they shouldn't matter anymore. The truth is, they still do. But you can rewrite that past. When somebody told you that you were stupid, and so you started telling yourself that, they lied to you, you picked up the lie, and you kept telling it to yourself please acknowledge it's a lie. One of the biggest things that you must do to learn to love yourself is argue with yourself. Remember, we've talked recently about challenging your beliefs, questioning what you think is true, because if what you think is true is true, it will hold up to questioning. It will hold up to facts. It will hold up to evidence. And that being said, we often... can. Find the evidence that we want to find in order to prove what we're looking for. So start looking for the good evidence. Start looking for the proof that you're strong. Start looking for the proof that you're smart enough. When the voice comes into your head and says, you're stupid. Stop and argue with it. Talk yourself into loving yourself. Because you know what? You've spent your whole life talking yourself into not loving yourself. It's time to change that. You know who's responsible for that? You are. Nobody else in the world is responsible for changing how you feel about yourself. Nobody can do it. Nobody else has the ability to do it. I can tell you all day long how valuable you are, that your soul is every bit as valuable as every other soul on this earth. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how big your family is. I don't care what you do for a living. Your soul is every bit as valuable as every soul on this earth to believe anything else is ludicrous. The worth of souls is great in the sight of God. And one thing you've got to do is start seeing yourself the way God sees you. Even our own national literature tells us all men are created equally. That doesn't mean that we're all born into the same situation. That doesn't mean that we're all born with the same advantages. But also, we all know you can be born into a home of billionaires and grow up miserable. And you can be born into a home in poverty and grow up with love and joy. So stop. Stop judging yourself based on how much money you make. Stop judging yourself based on how much money your family had when you grew up. The value of people is far, 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 far greater than the value of things that you can hold and touch and claim as your own. People are not objects. Our body is an object, but our soul that creates that body is invaluable. Invaluable. I don't care if you are the President of the United States or if you're a four-year-old boy fishing in a river. Your soul is equally valuable. And you need to start telling yourself that. You need to start believing that. And when the voice comes in your head that tells you something different, challenge it. Challenge yourself. One way to become smarter is to challenge the beliefs that you have. And that could be whether it's about science. You believe that the earth is flat and then you realize that maybe it's not. So you challenge that fact. Gain the greater knowledge, to gain the greater understanding. Challenge what you believe is true. And if you believe that you're not valuable, challenge that. Every time those thoughts come into your head, argue with them. Find the evidence to prove that you are valuable because I promise it's there. Here's another thing, guys. We compare ourselves to everybody else. I'm here to tell you your soul is just as valuable as that guy who drives a Mercedes and that lady who has five beautiful kids who all wear matching clothes and look perfect in the family photos. We all compare ourselves to each other because we all have this somehow idea that if we can be like everyone else, if we can do what everybody else is doing, then maybe we'll be as good as we think that they are. Truth is, they're amazing. They're awesome, just like you are. But comparing yourself to them isn't how you get there. In fact, we all have this idea that We want to be normal. We all try to fit into this normal mold. Here's the thing. There's no such thing as normal. Normal doesn't exist. Stop trying to be normal. You can't be normal. You can only be you. Or you can be you pretending to be normal, which is absolutely completely flawed and impossible because normal doesn't exist. Stop trying to be normal stop trying to fit a mold instead spend some time with you and figure out who you are what mold do you want to fit and maybe the mold that you think you're in right now for sure isn't the mold that you want to be in but that's up to you to make those changes and the mold that you want to be in that you truly truly want to be in is not the same mold everybody else is in so stop trying to be like everybody else. The way other people live their life is not going to bring you joy. Only you can make the decisions that are going to bring you joy. And sometimes we are raised and told that this is what success looks like that happiness and success is defined this way, that personal growth is defined this way. And the truth is, that's crap. Because what your personal growth and your personal success and your life path looks like is probably 95% chance very, very different from how you were told it was going to look, how you expected it to look, and how other people expect it to look. And that's one challenge that we have is living our path, living the life that we were meant to live even though it looks different than we thought it was going to. And sometimes, even though it was different than other people thought it would. And sometimes it can be very, very challenging to follow your path when it looks different from how you and others thought it was going to. Because those other people might look at you and go, oh, that's not what she was supposed to be doing. That's not the life that that we thought would bring her joy. And because we're all afraid of judgment, we worry about that. And we might not follow our own path fully because we're afraid that other people won't see it as our path and that they'll judge us for that. But guess what? You can't live your life based on what other people are going to think of you. Other people are not going to attract great things into your life for you. That's up to you. Moving into... You have to live with yourself. Nobody else on earth is required for you. We sometimes think that we can't live our lives without that one person or without that other person or something. The truth is, the only person that you can't live your life without is you. But the only other thing that you need in your life, absolutely for sure, is God. So, there are two people that are the most important to you, and it's you, yourself, and God. And here's something interesting man, other people around you, they can look at you and they can judge you and they could even condemn you to jail for the rest of your life. But not one single other person on earth can condemn you to hell because not one other single person on earth can understand. KDXI you, St. George, a service from the